Hello everyone and welcome to this episode, the L&D Cowork one, of the Women Talking About Learning podcast. My name is Andrew Jacobs. And we're live. Well, not quite. We're recording live. This episode was recorded at an event, L&D Cowork, as the title suggests, that was hosted in Brighton last week. For those who don't know, L&D Cowork is a place where learning and development, HR and OD professionals can work in the company of other fellow professionals, but on their own work. There's no charge to attend, although you might have to pay for coffee and cake, and there was very good cake last week. <laughs> this was the first L&D co-work since lockdown was lifted in the UK, and I have to admit, I wasn't sure how many people were going to come along. There were, in the end, I think if I recall, nine people, of which two were men and seven were women. So, with so many female participants, it seemed sensible to speak to some of them about what they thought about L&D co-work. I'm delighted to say that Gail, Vanessa, Joe and Linda put some time in to, to tell us. As I said, this was recorded live. That means there's background noise and all the other associated things that you get when you're recording live. This is Women Talking About Learning. This is Gail, Vanessa, Joe and Linda talking about L&D co-work. I've been working from home for eight years and I really like the energy of meeting with real people. Um, it's really inspiring. You've got people from different backgrounds and I do both. L&D co-work London and L&D co-work Brighton. That's how much I like it. And, yeah, I found a lot of energy for work, a lot of inspiration. It gave me creativity. Uh, normally, it's a great place to have a coffee, and you always have new people. You also have family faces. And, yeah, always enjoyed meeting L&D people. They're really interesting people. So my name is Vanessa Doro, and I am an L&D specialist. Um, I came to see the people I interact with on Twitter. I haven't seen them in about two years. Um, here, actually. It was the last event I did just before lockdown, and now I'm back here, and I'm very happy to be here. Uh, Jan Williams, independent HR consultant. Um, I sit on the Sussex CIPD committee as the treasurer, and Neil had posted this and as a fellow sort of CIPD committee member I thought it would be really good to support him not knowing how many people would be out due to sort of the last couple of years um, and also it was an opportunity for me to get out and be amongst some sort of fellow professionals when working from home for the last two years uh, has meant I haven't got out as much. Well, I haven't worked solidly from home because I've worked in the NHS. Um, so I've actually been on site during some of the pandemic, but certainly more recently um, I've been at home and it was an opportunity to get out. Okay, I'm uh, Linda Gent um, and I run my own consultancy business called Ashfold Consulting Limited. Uh, I'm here to join with my colleagues after uh, many long uh, months of um, sitting in isolation at home. Um, and this is my first um, foray into the uh, L&D co-working. Um, and it's fascinating. I've done very little work today, but lots of talking, which has been good. 
Well, today is our first face-to-face back in two years. Um, and there is a bit of excitement, I have to be honest. There's even a person, we didn't even bring a computer, just too excited to come and have a chat. Um, it was very interesting uh, to restart it after two years of doing it on Zoom. We were a bit worried that nobody will turn up and it will be just uh, Neil and I, um, but it's not. We have a full room. We're on, um, uh, yeah, quite a few people have turned up today and uh, definitely eager to talk. Not a lot of working is happening, but there is, it's always an option. I just want to precise it. It's called co-work for a reason. You can take calls. It's always in venues where... Uh, you can, um, you've got multiple tables, so you can gather either at the main table and, you know, have a little bit of a chat, or you've got, like, quieter corners, so it's proper co-working space, um, and you can have a good coffee, very important, and, yeah, um, so it's not massively different from what it was before. I guess the spirit is slightly different today, it's a little bit exciting because we haven't seen each other so close uh, in 3D for such a long time. It is my first one. I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been really surprised at uh, the the constant turnout and how many people have turned up today. Um, it's been a great opportunity to sort of link with people. It's been really, really relaxed. We're not necessarily getting much work done, um, but it's been really relaxed and it feels a bit like, you know, those coffee cooler moments or uh, or the breakout at a conference when you get chatting to somebody, you find out that you've got something in common with them um, or actually, you know, it's not even seven degrees of separation, is it? It's a, a couple of degrees of separation. And you're making links with people that you know um, are, are, are professionally really good at their, their game. And you never know when you might need to pass some work on to somebody else, refer to them, or just ask them for their support. And I just think being at something like this if it helps build those relationships and you're just able to ping somebody a linkedin and saying have you come across this can i can i can i pick your brains for five minutes um is really good it's also been an opportunity to maybe um I'm going to use the word tap somebody on the shoulder, which is probably the polite version of what I've done today, uh, to try and see if somebody else would like to to join the CIPD committee, which for Sussex is really active, really growing, and it would be fantastic if we had some more uh, committee members across the, the board. And, and for me, I think one of the things we're missing on that committee is some of the diversity. So, um, so um, yeah. My first one. Um, it's lovely to meet up with people and uh, talk some like-minded stuff and not so like-minded stuff and um, bring some challenge. So um, today we started talking about, so I teach on the CIPD program and we were talking about some of my lessons in the last week, which was um, about diversity and inclusion, actually. Um, and uh, a bit of a hangover from International Women's Day talking about breaking the bias um, within the HR field. So, um, yeah, um, it's it's good to re-debate those, those, those things and um, always learning different views from people and widening your own scope of vision um, is good. Uh, just once, actually, yeah. The fated March 2021. I miss face-to-face, like most of us, I think. Um, 
and I like interacted with all the people who are here. Um, they always have very good insight, very good stories. Um, I'm still quite new in the L&D world. I've been working in, in the training world for almost four years, so I'm still kind of, you know, baby on here. And it's great to interact with people who've been in this space for a long time. So, yeah, and learn from them. Um, oh, how do you measure value? Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, doing something different. Reconnecting with people face to face um, is always valuable, I think. Um, not so easy to measure the value of that, actually. Um, you know, um, immediately and actually even over a short period of time. Um, but yeah, of course, always valuable to uh, meet people you know and meet people you don't know. I think because it's it's interesting. Um, I made myself the same comment actually on the way here. And I wonder if it's um, because it's hard to quantify the value that you get out of it. And in the way that how do you value, you know, chatting about um, a software? So Neil and I we talked about Canva like actually two years ago and I got him into Canva and we just talked about um, Audacity. Uh, so how how is it going to fit into my practice? How is it going to benefit? Um, I know it will in some way, or I get ideas about, you know, what is talked about in the industry, but it's not quantifiable. However, if you look at, for example, people in business, they will tell you, you know, you have to dedicate your time into, you know, what's measurable. So, you know, how much output, and that is not a measurable output. It's a mental health benefit. It's... It's this gray zone that's not necessarily quantifiable. To go back to your question is that I think the lack of quantifying is probably more appealing to, like, or appealing, no, but I think men are always a little bit of scared of wasting time or not having a return on investment. Where the women can probably see past this line. Maybe. I don't know. It's my guess. Yeah, you're you're right. There are uh, probably, gosh, I think there's been about eight females, hasn't there, and and two two guys. Um, so in terms of gender diversity, which is obviously only only one, I'm the only uh, sort of uh, obviously black female. There's been somebody who's been French, so you know, no no disabled people, no nobody that I could say was LGBTQ plus. Um, but in terms of the, the gender split, I think reality is certainly at the l maybe the lower the grades of the profession, people are female in in the main who join the HR profession. And certainly at that, that beginning stage of your career, you haven't decided to specialise whether you're going to go into L&D or be an, an HR generalist or whether actually you're even going to stick at HR when L&D as a career. Um, you know, because to be perfectly honest, a lot of the people who are coming through, if I also look at it, you know, age-wise, it hasn't been full of younger people. It's sort of been in that terms of that demographic. Um, people have more of a portfolio career now. But in terms of the gender, I think there is still some of that history um, around more people seem to be female in the career. Um, 
I I don't know, maybe there's something about the, the sociability. It seems to be more females that go out and grab a coffee with their their colleagues. If I look in, in the co-working space, again, there are more females. There's a couple of guys here, but there's more more females. So, you know, maybe we need that, that group and that coffee. I think it's quite interesting. Um, I don't know if it's because I... S- naturally sick women in the field but I was under the impression there were way more women in the field than there were men um, so it's quite interesting that you that you say that, that for you is the opposite um, I don't know maybe there's a sense of the space is maybe safe for women to come and it's you know it's small and it's with people they probably know or probably interacted with online so they have this sense of oh, okay I'm not into this weird unknown place with like weird people that I don't know so maybe that's why I think um, demographics in any field um, is fascinating um, you know, and I, I uh, was speaking with my granddaughter. She was staying with us for a, a few days over half term. And we were talking about how she might introduce herself when she goes into senior school. Um, and her first thing was, a- apart from being a bit nervous about it and worrying about not making friends, she said, um, I said, so would you t- what would you say if somebody said to you, what do you want to be when you leave school? And she'll say, whatever it is they say girls can't do. Um, <laughs> we didn't quite get to expand on that, but I think that's a fascinating um, mindset that that she's got. Um, and when you consider how where, how well how people are drawn into certain fields, you know, there's lots of um, discussion uh, around that now um, in terms of why is there more men than women in the digital space, and how can you how can you change that? Um, there's also recognition in terms of world leaders actually about the difference that that they make. So lots of discussion around Jacinda Ardern and her way of of, of managing what's gone on in her country versus um, let's not talk about Putin, but um, you know versus um, the male leaders uh, in the world and and how they play out differently. Um, and I think that they're. It is important to recognise that we bring different skills as long as you don't stereotype them. Um, that's the important piece for me. So Already very interesting to hear various stories of where people are in terms of working. Um, yeah, interesting faces. It's very good for my mental well-being, especially I think for most of us working in corporate spaces. Um, we've been working behind a screen on Zoom for two years. And uh, yeah, it's good to uh, interact with people and see people in real life in 40s rather than trying to um, lip read on a, on a Zoom screen as well. So yeah. I would definitely encourage them to come. Uh, for me, it really gave me confidence, gave me a great PLN, a great network. It's easy. You can come for 10 minutes uh, or the whole day. You can do set an intention. I always have like in the back of my mind something I want to talk about with people. And or you can just 
deep in and deep out of other people's conversation. So it's very flexible, it's free. Um, so definitely a very good place to work and always lovely people. I'd love to. Yeah, it's great to, um, uh, as I say, reconnect with people, um, but also have no agenda, actually, and, and think about, you know, what's on your mind? How can you discuss those things? What, what do you want to get out of the day? E- even if you don't, you know, get out what you wanted to, actually, it's been that valuable experience of just meeting with new people and expressing new ideas and allowing that to reflect and absorb yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. It's given me um, an excuse to get some of my steps in. So I've got about 5,000 steps in walking down here with a computer on my back. It's a beautiful day. Uh, really good coffee, actually. So I might pop in another time. Um, and as, as I say, you know, it's about building some of those relationships and just hearing what everybody else is dealing with at the moment and knowing that you're not going insane when you've got a client who says something to you and you think, hey, and actually we're all saying the same thing. So today there's been quite a lot of talk about sort of mediation, for example, and grievances and investigations, um, which is I'm heavily involved in some of those and as are other people. So it's been really interesting to, to share that. And I think the good thing about, sort of joining these things it's like anything isn't it it's sometimes you just need to to share some of your issues like you do at work on a general basis and um, I think I said earlier sometimes you just want to know you're not going mad and that what you've just thought or said is correct and and again when you're on your own it's really difficult to to have somebody else to back that up so just having that to somebody else to say no you're not going mad you were right is is really reassuring again after the last couple of years we've had where I think everything I just think oh am I going mad it's a very good atmosphere it's very very friendly and there's no um hierarchy um again you know you can have started in L&D like an hour ago and come here and be welcomed and be listened to and sharing ideas with people who've been in the space for like 20 years or people who are very, you know, um, senior in it. Um, just great to meet new people in a non-work space as well. People who are not your direct colleagues as much as you love them. And there's a bit of... there's a big variety as well um i notice there's a lot of people who are self-employed or freelancing or they have or they do a lot of consulting alongside the people who work you know in a in a company so yeah for the diversity and the variety we are still mostly online and we will definitely stay online um an element of it um so lnd co-work brighton was the first one to start again and London, for example, is going to be online for a little longer uh, and probably resume both uh, face-to-face. We're also exploring hybrid, um, not really sure how it's going to function yet. So there are options for local people in the UK uh, because I think there is L&D co-work in uh, Scotland now. So I think we've got Manchester, Birmingham, London, Brighton, Edinburgh and a couple of other locations I apologize if I've missed them uh, but there are also the online version that's open to all and they're hosted by the 
London O's, so it might be called London, but they're really open to everybody. I strongly suggest going to an L&D co-work event if you can. It's a great way to make connections and develop relationships with other people in the people and learning space. Of course, you'll find all the details about L&D co-work in the show notes, along with links to all of our guests' LinkedIn profiles. I'm really delighted that Gail, Linda, Joanne and Vanessa put themselves forward to record for this episode. They didn't know we were going to do it. We just turned up with a microphone and said, do you want to record? (laughs) They gallantly said yes. We're recording again this week and next, so if you've got a burning topic that you want to talk through with us, then please do let us know. All the details, as always, are in the show notes. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again soon. 